Welcome to the Murthy teleconference series designed to benefit employers of foreign nationals. We would like to take this opportunity to remind you that the information you're about to receive is exclusive copyrighted material of the Murthy Law Firm. Accordingly, any unauthorized recording is prohibited by law and cannot be disseminated without our prior written permission. Without further ado, it is our pleasure and honor to introduce Attorney Sheila Murthy. Welcome. I am Sheila Murthy, president and founder of the Murthy Law Firm. Thank you so much for joining us for today's teleconference on the AAO decision that now requires H-1B amendments instead of simply updating the LCA. I'm so honored to have with you and to share two of my brilliant attorneys at the Murthy Law Firm, Alyssa Klein, uh, the supervising attorney and coordinator in the H-1B non-immigrant department, and Brian Green, who's been with us for a long time doing complex cases, including a lot of the investigations and H-1B cases. The decision that we are going to discuss today is the matter of Simeo Solutions, LLC, where the U.S., uh, well, actually the Administrative Appeals Office basically confirmed that the employer cannot simply file an LCA update where the employee has been relocated to a new work location, that in fact an H-1B amendment is required in such a case. And since we know it may impact many, many employers and employees and individuals, we decided that it would be important to go over the details of the decision, the facts of this case, and how it may impact your life. So, Brian, if I could have you just briefly talk about the history of what is the difference between, you know, when an LCA update is sufficient and when an amendment is required in cases of a material change of circumstances. Sure, Sheila. Since the late 1990s, H&B employers have been able to rely on USCIS guidance and policy to move H&B workers, as you said, with an LCA update. This means they could move the worker from the place listed in the original H&B petition just by filing a new LCA with Department of Labor and noting the change of work location. And this assumed that the occupation listed in the LCA, the control, the salary, compensation, all these other factors stayed the same. But with just a geographic change by itself, USCIS was okay with the move of a worker with an updated LCA. And this was eventually memorialized in a letter from a USCIS executive named Efren Hernandez III. He issued a letter to a private uh, AILA attorney saying that, yes, if the only change is location, it's not a material change, you can follow this procedure. And that has actually ended now with this new decision. Yeah. But even though this was memorialized in a letter from the executive, what we have seen is over the past few years, in practice, USCIS moving away from from this interpretation that a geographic change alone and getting the LCA is sufficient and not a material change requiring an amendment, we, we have actually seen it come up as USCIS taking the opposite position. Um, USCIS's Fraud Detection uh, National Security Division um, goes and and does site visits, and when they find that an H-1B worker has been moved without an amended petition, USCIS then issues a notice of intent to revoke. Uh, Murthy Law Firm has been advising its clients that the safest strategy when you move is to file the amended petition, not just get the LCA update, when moving the worker to an assignment not located in the Metropolitan Statistical Area or MSA that's covered by the original LCA that was included in the initial H-1B filing. 
now with this decision, with the Simio Solutions decision, USCIS is clearly stating that its interpretation of the term material change in the context of moving an H-1B worker to locations outside of the original approved MSA and LCA is in fact material and does require an H-1B amendment. Well, that's a little scary. So can we get into really a little bit about the facts of the case, Brian, if I can start with you and then have Alyssa maybe have a good discussion? Yeah, in the Simio Solutions case, the AAO, as you said, the Administrative Appeals Office, looked at a case where the H-1B was approved and the H-1B petition had listed the H-1B worker as working at the employer's headquarters, which was located in Long Beach, California, and there was no itinerary included, no mention of a second work location. The worker worked for about two months and then traveled, and um, the LCA and the workers, the uh, employer support letter only talked about the original location and the service center involved was the California Service Center. And I think, Alyssa, you want to talk about... So how long did he work there? So he worked there for about two months, Sheila. And and after that, two months pursuant to H-1, and then after that travel to go get uh, an H-1B visa uh, from the U.S. Uh, MC in New Delhi. And he was questioned about, you know, where he was working. And uh, he disclosed that, you know, they were actually working in different locations. The employee was issued a 221G with, I think many of our clients are familiar with that term. Um, and the 221G issued by the consulate asked for a letter from the workers and client. Um, and uh, this was confirmed that, you know, there was in fact a move. The consular officer denied the visa and the petition was then sent back to USCIS for review. And uh, once it came back for review, the USCIS officers conducted a site visit to the original work location in the filing, which was the employer's office in Long Beach, California. They found that the employer had since left that office uh, since the start date of the petition, and then that the company was now operating out of an employee's residence. The company ultimately employs 45 to 50 people, but the beneficiary was now assigned to a new office, in California, and and uh, and all employees either worked from their home or at client site. So ultimately, USCIS found that this employee was no longer working at the original location, but was actually working at different locations that were outside the metropolitan politan statistical area of the initial LCA filed with the case. And so it's interesting that in this case, the USCIS then finding all of what both Brian and Alyssa just explained, they issued a NOR or notice of intent to revoke. And the employer then responds to the NOIR admitting that the work location has changed because they had moved their office two months after the employee start date, that the beneficiary had worked from the Long Beach, California address or the home office, and that he had provided service to various end users. The employer also supplied two newly certified LCAs one for Camarillo, California, and the other for Hoboken, New Jersey, as the beneficiaries' new places of employment. And keep in mind, when they did, when the, when the gentleman from the FDNS or when the site visit came in, the beneficiary was actually working in the Los Angeles or the L.A. office of the company. So it's all over the place where he was being relocated. And so then there was a determination yeah, Sheila, the USCIS determined that the change in work location was, in fact, material, requiring the filing of an amended H-1B petition with one or more new LCAs for those work locations that you just mentioned. 
USCIS states that the change in location may affect the eligibility for H-1B status, which is a different idea, meaning that if the change of location occurs without the filing of an amended H-1B petition, the worker could be left without H-1B status and have to depart the U.S., obtain a new H-1B visa from a U.S. consulate or embassy, and return back to the U.S. before they can work again. This idea also comes into play when USCIS states that the amended H-1B petition should be filed before the employee is moved to a new work location. And what really kind of brings us all home is in one of the footnotes in this decision, the USCIS explicitly says the Efren Hernandez letter is disavowed, it's no longer reliable as guidance, this is over, this is our final interpretation. Yeah, what happens if the person moves within the same MSC or geographic metropolitan statistical area or geographic work location, Alyssa? Right. So that's a very good point because one scenario not discussed in the Simeo Solutions case is if there is a move of an H-1B worker to a new, say, project or end client, but in the same MSA that was included in the original LCA and H-1B petition. Um, so they're not discussing that directly, what happens if the LCA remains valid, but a project or end client changes. So while it may sound like a good argument that if the LCA is still good, you can do this. In practice, USCIS will very likely consider a change to a different end client or project in the same MSA to still be a material change, requiring the filing of an amended petition. And, you know, you know, honestly, we do see this come out in um, decisions on RFEs or notices of intent to revoke. Uh, so the best practice is to file the amended petition when a new project or end client arrangement is confirmed even if the LCA remains valid before starting the H-1B worker at that new location. So, I mean, I know it sounds like we are being extremely conservative and tight and careful, but at the end of the day, I'm guessing that each consultant, each H-1B employee or worker, hopefully uh, it's important for them and their family for them to maintain their valid legal status and for you all as employers um, to ensure that you protect your most valuable investment which is your valued employees in your company, especially in a consulting company arrangement where the employee is pretty much the bread and butter of the found company founders uh, or owners and the company's profitability. So by filing an amendment, which is fairly inexpensive because the government filing fees are just a few hundred dollars, and if you're doing it in-house or working with a company lawyer uh, or an outside law, law firm like the Multi Law Firm, I'm sure if this is something that we en envision having to file every few months, that we can absolutely work with you and come up with something that's a classic win-win that will be reasonable, affordable, but will keep both the employer, you as the H-1B employer, and the H-1B employee in status. Um, what we're seeing is that it's this decision obviously has now changed the way that the USCIS, the U.S. consular officers around the world, and the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, or CBP, when a person enters an airport or a land port, will process or look at an H-1B petition, an H-1B worker, the visa applicant, etc. And so as H-1B employers, you are on notice that H-1B workers who are going to work outside of the MSA originally listed on the H-1B petition and the LCA must now file an amended H-1 petition before having the worker, ideally before having the worker relocate to the new work location because otherwise it comes back to the idea of the person not having maintained status the entire time. Of course, as I said, we at the Murthy Law Firm are always here to guide you and help your company or your business and or your employees uh, as the government or cases like the AAO 
or different agencies change their change either the law or the requirements or their practice. Our goal is to protect you and to help you and file the H-1B amendments for you where we can do a great job at a reasonable fee. Otherwise, there's a risk of an RFE or a denial, which in the long run can end up being far more expensive for you as the employer. So we hope this case has given you a little bit of uh, thrown, shed some light for you, but we understand it's not obviously what anybody wanted in terms of having to spend more money or do anything more, but better to be safe than to be sorry. And that's why we thought it was important to share this decision. So on behalf of Alyssa Klein, Brian Green, myself, Sheila Murthy, and our entire Murthy Law Firm team, we thank you for taking part and for making time in your day to listen and share some of our insights. And we look forward to continuing to take great care of you and your business and your valued employees. Have a great day.